You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Brazilians, coffee beans grow by the billions, so they've got to find those extra cups to fill. They've got an awful lot of coffee in Brazil. You hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next. Every Thursday, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, Podcast, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, you will find us. Davey, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. We uh, we're we're a little tired. Speak for yourself. I'm oh. quite I'm quite perky. <laughs> You're quite chipper. I'm quite chipper. You got an iced coffee. Got my iced americano. Every time I I go there, like I always get the same iced americano, extra shot. Wow. A double shot, as John Wayne. Wow. Says. Look at you. Um, and every time they're like, so you realize you're you're getting like two of these. Oh. Did I stutter? <laughs> Give me my coffee. Yeah, I would imagine people would be cool. Like, I actually, I never go to Starbucks. Mm. But the other day I was with a friend and she's like, I want Starbucks. And I was like, you know what? I'm getting a Frappuccino. And I, when do I ever do that? Mm. That doesn't fit my demeanor. And I said, hi, can I get a large Frappuccino? And they're like, you mean venti or whatever? I'm like, yeah, whatever. Just give me the Frappuccino. And I said, can you put an extra shot in it? And they're like, shot of what? And I was like, it's Espresso. And they're like, are you sure? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I, I know what I want. I know what I want in my body, and it's caffeine to yeah. keep me alive. I feel like PCO, but it's caffeine. I mean, quite often my like my closing shifts, if I know I'm going in and about to do a 10, 11 hour shift, sure. I'll get like a large red eye, which yeah, is that's coffee my, yeah. with espresso. Yeah, in. red eye is my coffee order. That's and, what I order. And often they're like looking at you. It's like I'm not downing this in the next. This this coffee is going to last me for the next little while. Eight hours of my shift to get me you through. Get a little sippy here, a little sippy there. Yeah. Just gonna, I mean, sometimes I, I, I'll chug a whole coffee right away no. <laughs> if I know I have a ten hour shift and it's beginning. I like those nitros as well. They're good. Now, what what the hell's a nitro? Like the, they're not in every coffee shop, but like they're there's cool. like nitrogen in it, so it's all oh. it looks like Guinness. Oh yeah. Like they yes. pour it from a tap. 
Yes, it's the fancy coffee. Yeah. Yeah, what would that be on a Patreon? Uh, the Nitro. The Nitro. Nitro. Although it means different things yeah. in the world of wrestling. So, the Nitro, Nitro. Yeah. That's a good... You, they could make money off that. The Nitro, Nitro coffee. Uh, I don't have a coffee. I should have made myself a green tea. Oh, yeah? I'm feeling really zen this morning. Oh, nice. Not really. No. No. <laughs> I, you, you, I mean, you look kind of it. You're sort of... You've got your, like... Bald head going on, you're cross, sat cross-legged, you're wearing an I'm your puppy t-shirt. It's the greatest, I think this is my favorite wrestling shirt of all time. Yeah. The Eddie Guerrero, I'm your poppy. It's, I think it's literally my favorite. The other day, uh, you ever, maybe you'll understand, uh, I started a new job like a few months mm. ago, right? And you know when you start that new job, as a wrestling fan, yeah. you gotta fish out the new co-workers. Who you, you gotta, can chat about. Yeah, you gotta yeah. see, right? So far, nothing. Not a zip. I mentioned to people I was at WrestleMania. You know, you maybe that would catch someone, right? Yeah. Nothing. No one. I go into work the other day, and uh, a guy turns around in a chair. John Cena shirt. <laughs> I go, <laughs> got him. I got this son of a bitch. I go, nice shirt. You watch Money in the Bank? He's like, oh, you, you watch? I go, yeah. And then I take off my jacket. Edge and Christian shirt. And he's like, whoa, what? Oh, I'm like, yep. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> yep. All right, cool. Uh, we'll discuss Money in the Bank at a later date. <laughs> so I was at uh, my favorite bar the other night, right. wide open. Yes. Cheap plug for them. Yeah. Um, and this, I, I went in right at the end, just for last call, just finished my shift. And there's this regular there called John. And he'd clearly had a few. Right. Uh, I learned he's been there since the bar opened that day, which was four o'clock. Oh, like he was waiting outside before I opened. Okay. Nice. Um, and you know, sometimes like non-wrestling fans find out you like wrestling. Oh, I hate it. And they'll and they'll try and bring it up with you, especially at parties and in front of multiple people. And I'm like, not now. <laughs> and it's very odd. So anyway, he. I'm I'm just wanting to chill. I just want to like be on my phone, have a drink, go sure. home. And he comes up and he's like, David, I'm like hi. He goes, Macho Man Randy Savage, greatest of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like sorry, like no context yeah, at all, yeah. just straight up. Macho Man Randy Savage, greatest of all time. No one can beat him. <laughs> I was like. I'm just humoring him. I know he's like, yeah, no, like definitely, definitely in the conversation. He's up there. I would say. I was like, I mean, like you've got your Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair. Sure. Ric Flair's good. He's scared of Randy <laughs> Savage. He's <laughs> like, where has this come from? And then you told me yesterday that someone asked Meltzer on Twitter or something. Yeah. Someone went on and was like, hey, I, and I pulled it up to you at the bar yesterday. And I was like, apparently someone disagrees with your friend from the bar because Meltzer's like, he's not even in the top 30. I was like, whoa, <laughs> shots fired to Macho Man. Um, well, yeah, wrestling, pe people in wrestling in public is a different thing to me. I, I feel like it's a, we're like a, it's a party trick. We're the guy who knows everything about wrestling. Like, like when I'm talking to people in a group setting. And everyone, maybe someone knows I like wrestling, mm. but everyone else doesn't like wrestling. I don't like bringing wrestling into the conversation, unless I'm talking to just wrestling fans. But if we're all hanging out and we're talking about, I don't know, Pokemon or something yeah. else, and then someone brings in wrestling into the conversation, I never like doing it. It makes me feel awkward. Mm. It, that's just a personal thing I have. Sure. So when, when I'm at a bar and someone's like, wait a second, you like wrestling? Okay, okay, wait a second. 
wait, did Johnny Gargano really blah, blah, And I'm like, uh, 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 just listen to my podcast, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Um, yeah, there we go. I don't know how we got onto that. No. That's okay. That's all right. That's what our show is. Uh, um, there is a lot of wrestling talk mm. this week. Um, did you watch Money in the Bank? I did. What did you think of Brock Lesnar? I winning? just, I think it's it was fun for like a a quick surprise at the end of the night. Yeah. But it's like he doesn't need it. He's Brock Lesnar. Yeah. He can go. I want a title shot and get a title shot. Yeah. Um, it's. You could have made I a star. I thought also with the, the Bailey cash in that night. Um, it's been a few years, I feel, since we've had a good like money in the bank. run with the money in the bank. Yeah, Carmella had it, I guess. Like, but yeah, no, I mean she she had that for almost a year. Sure, she cashed in after WrestleMania. Yeah, um, but I just thought like a it's a way to make a star, and it, it is. It was a kind of a waste, and I think but I, get I think it would have worked really well with Andrade. Because you can have Zelina carrying it around. Yeah. Um, it gives him more opportunity to do more promos and stuff. He's sure. got that thing. I think it would have made... Like, even if you don't end up winning the title at the end of it, I think... Sure. It puts some attention on you. I, I wish Ali won. Yeah. Because, like, he looked so cool and he was climbing that thing. I, thought, I, I bit. I was like, man, it could be a, a big shot for someone like that to win. I just... I didn't hate it. I, I actually laughed. Uh, yeah, I actually laughed when his music hit. I was watching it at, at uh, with John and Way, and when his music hit, I turned to John and started laughing. And he didn't. He's like, "What? what are you, what's, and then we realized it was Lesnar coming out, and we're like, "What the f- like? What the fuck?" Um, I didn't. I didn't mind it. Uh, I really because I wasn't watching Game of Thrones. Right. I'm not a Game of Thrones guy, uh, so I tuned into Money in the Bank. Um, if you are a Game of Thrones guy, you can tune into David and your friend Mike mm-hmm. doing the Game of Thrones finale podcast that's available on this very podcast feed so go listen to that yeah it's been it's been really well received so far both mike and i have very different opinions on the finale which yeah yours is wrong i think makes <laughs> a really good conversation screw you and your dragon show <laughs> and all the years you put into it uh no i just mad. want to apologize as well for anyone that got the original version of the podcast oh. uh there's a bit of a rogue song in there, but that has been fixed. So this is what happens when you don't you let can me skip ahead to and all that. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's my shitty computer, and it was one hour sleep. Ooh, um, that's why you're drinking yeah. too many of these. Uh, I know, these I nitros, need baby. Uh, but yeah, you can go check out that Game of Thrones yes. review. Go listen. Go listen to that. Uh, I don't understand half the shit you were saying, but I can imagine someone listening to our Pokemon review and not understanding anything of oh, yeah. that. Uh, go listen to our Pokemon review, the very first movie. We also talk about Detective Peach, Pikachu as well. Cheap plug. But going back to Money in the Bank, uh, I loved Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles. Yeah, I that thought match that was, was awesome. one of the best matches this year. I was, I f- was pretty low going into it. Yeah. Because I, on paper, fantastic match. But yeah. how many times have we seen AJ? Like, I was expecting maybe like an AJ Nakamura where it doesn't deliver or. Even the last match Seth and uh, Dean Ambrose had just sure. didn't deliver. Right. And I was kind of, I went into it a bit cold. Even though I know this should be fantastic, I thought they killed it. Yeah, they, they destroyed it. Um, going up against Game of Thrones, they were probably, it was probably the most underwatched title WWE match. Yeah, realistically, match, yeah. that was a banger of a match too, which is like unfortunate. 
Uh, but I thought that that a lot of people were saying that was obviously match of the night, but. Uh, I, I would say it was one of the best matches they put on I this year. I thought it was a strong. Yeah. I thought it was a strong show. It saved, yeah, that that definitely helped the show together. But um, there's a show that's happening this upcoming weekend. Will you be watching Double or Nothing? Are I, you all in? Baby? I will be. Yeah. We were at All in One. Yeah. We were there. Part of history. We're not going to Vegas. No. no. I know some people there already. I know Scrump is there. Scrump's there. I, uh, Scrump already told me he's already visited. Um, the uh, Godfather's Strip Club. Okay. So, uh, when when I was in Vegas uh, with some friends, uh, John was there. Uh, no one wanted to take me to that strip club. I hate strip clubs, but it's the Godfather Strip right. Club. So, like, wouldn't you want to go? It's Vegas. Vegas is like the the dirtiest place. Like, let's go to let's go to the Godfather Strip Club. And <laughs> no one wanted to take no. me. So, no. so Scrump's there. So he's living. I'm living. Yeah, he likes so. a strip club, doesn't he? No, I would imagine not. No, I, a, I think. I'm sure he said uh, during during New York that he he Has just he, discovered strip clubs. He's never been to them. He enjoys yeah. them. Well, I, I've not been to many. I don't really uh, like them. At me, scrump. Am I right? <laughs> You're going to start a Twitter beat <laughs> about strip clubs. Uh, well, I, I wonder what would happen at a wrestling-themed strip club. Well, like, I know his is not wrestling-themed. Oh, it'd but... be all about the entrances. <laughs> Wouldn't it? <laughs> Yeah, of course. Yeah. You get pyro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sexy lady dressed as Kane. Just walking down. I'm not... I, let's be let's be dead honest. If there was a strip club that said, SummerSlam weekend, we're doing wrestling-themed events, you're damn right I would probably go. So, you got me there. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sexy Kane. Maybe, maybe this is an idea for the, <laughs> the takeover tailgate. <laughs> You had me at Sexy Kane. <laughs> Sexy Kane is not leaving my brain for the next 48 hours. In fact, my, my Google search history is going to be very interesting after recording this show. <laughs> Did you see the video of Kane the other day? Yeah, as but, the mayor, right? Yeah, and then he just puts his mask on and chokeslams a guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this made news that the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee, a.k.a. Kane <laughs> just starts choke slamming people. I love Kane as mayor. I like wrestlers being mayors. Isn't Matt Morgan just became a mayor in the states? Does he? I think that's what you do. You either become a podcaster or you, yeah. or you become a mayor. Is what happens these days um, after wrestling. Do you want to? You started talking about double or nothing. Do you want to go through the card and? Sure. I mean, are there any more visa issues that we need to talk about? Are well, there any it, creative differences? Yeah, it, Sounds like obviously that uh, Pac um, Adam Page matches off. Yeah. Um, what's really cool is my friend James Greenwood actually got to yeah. referee the match in 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 the UK. So they filmed the match already. Like they didn't do the match in Vegas, yeah. obviously. So they did it in an indie show. What's the the Fed? Do you know? Oh, the, I can't your, remember. But your buddy work is a referee for them. Yeah, he he referees loads of shows in the UK. Okay. He's been doing it for just over a year now. That's crazy. Um, this is obviously the biggest match. And I think match. he only found out, like, day of. That. that That's what... So, technically, he's kind of refereed the first AEW match. There so, you go. Because they've uploaded it already. On their feed. Yeah. Um, uh, so, that was pretty cool. I don't know if uh, if it actually is visa issues or if creative differences or it's I believe it's, or... it sounds like creative. Yeah, I it think does. he, as long as he's Dragon Gate champion, he doesn't want to uh, be defeated anywhere, which is... Fair enough. Sure, but it's just whatever. 
Yeah. I kind of wanted... That was a match I was interested in. I was excited for that. Yeah, match. I was pretty interested. Um, I would say going... When we went to All In, mm. uh, Hangman versus... Was it Joey Janela? Yeah. That was a match I didn't even real uh, like look forward. Like It wasn't something I was kind of most more into and that was you know some would say match of the night so i was really looking forward to seeing pack and hangman but go watch it on their youtube and watch your buddy be the referee I yes guess. um so do you who do you replace as hangman's opponent and why is it john moxley i yeah i just see <laughs> moxley um wouldn't it be the right fit maybe this is the whole work the whole time yeah. You just needed to get Moxley in there. I guess you would have put Moxley in that Battle Royal. I don't know. You have Perfect Ten added into the Battle yeah. Royal. Sean Spears, a.k.a. Uh, Ty Dillinger. Ty Dillinger. The luckiest man in the world. Yeah, some would say. Uh, second luckiest man in the world is Glacier. <laughs> he's in so, the Battle Royal. I mean, he's my pick to win. The winner and, of the Battle um, Royal faces the winner of Kenny and, and Jericho for the, the title. To become the first champion. champion. So it's one of these people in this Battle Royal to face one of those yeah. two. And you're saying... Have you got the list of the Battle Royal? Well, yeah. I have some of the people in it. Um, we got Glacier, Brian Pillman Jr., Sunny Days, MJF, Joey Janela, Billy Gunn, Jimmy Havoc. Oh, uh, Billy Gunn's in it. Yeah, it's between Billy Gunn <laughs> Glacier. and Glacier. They're yeah. my f- final two. Uh, Jungle Boy. Um, and then there's some TBAs at the moment. So there nice. should be some surprises in I there. think so too, yeah. Uh, that sounds pretty awesome. I wish um, Jordan Grace signed to Impact mm. re- just recently. And I, I thought she was going to be doing more work with AEW. But she it looks like she's not. So I'm kind of disappointed in that because I was more interested in seeing her where she would go with... Just, I have zero interest in Impact. Like, yeah. that's not because of my history. I just, I don't. There's no, there's nothing. Yeah. Really. There's no, the the iron was hot a long time ago. It's it's cold. Like, sure. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of wrestling fans agree with that. And I wish that I got to see her because I think she should be, like, picked up by, by the Fed. I think WWE is missing the boat with uh, Jordan Grace after watching some of her stuff. Specifically, her in the Battle Royal at All In in Chicago. Um, but... What what are the the other matches here that you're looking forward to? I'm really looking forward to Cody v Dustin. Yes, um, true. Oh, yeah, I that's, think that's a big had one. a great build. Um, I think Dustin Rhodes can still go, and I think this is the biggest match he's had in years. And against his brother, he's going to want to kill it. Yeah, um, this is big. His biggest match ever, I'd say. Uh, for a long, long time. Yeah, like I mean, I, like dude, since dude's done mania matches, and dude's done a pretty big run back in the day. But this is. A completely new thing here. Like, um, this is a whole entity of its own. I'm looking forward to that. I think, uh, obviously, the Young Bucks Lucha Brothers uh, will be great. Um, That'll be nuts. Best That'd Friends be versus Angelico and Jack Evans. Like I yeah. like both Angelico and they're both crazy. Have you ever... I used to be obsessed with Jack Evans in Ring of Honor. He was, right. he was with Roderick Strong in a, in, a, in a stable. Yeah. And Jack Evans used to do the craze. Jack Evans was doing double rotation moonsaults before double rotation moonsaults were a thing. I, I mean, I know them both mainly from season one of Lucha Underground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's this, the I might have even mentioned it on the show a couple of weeks ago. There's the trio's ladder match. Okay. Um, Where they do crazy. And there's, uh, I can't remember who's climbing, but someone's climbing to get the, the title. Yeah. 
and you've got the like general manager's office is by the ring. Yeah, yeah, this is and, nuts. And Helico runs, jumps yeah. off it, does a drop kick to the ladder. It's Insane. the craziest spot I've ever seen. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. He's nuts. So they're fighting uh, best friends best who friends. cut that fucking hilarious promo yeah. on being the elite, where it's like, you better put us on the on the main card. We're not on the pre-show, or else we'll. We'll kill your fucking family. He's like, whoa, dude, whoa, dude, we're not going to kill his family. Yo, relax. <laughs> um, Car- Jericho versus Kenny Omega. Uh, this is interesting because a few weeks, Jericho has an opportunity to fight for the IWGP heavyweight title against Okada. Jericho's fighting the two best wrestlers in the world, like literally two weeks apart. I'd quite like to see Jericho win. What, the title or Okada? No, win, sorry. <laughs> win the uh, beat Omega. Sure, let's switch it up, yeah. Uh, this is their second match. He's got right? the new finish he's been teasing on Instagram. Mm. The Judas effect. It's like a, a back elbow he's teasing that he's going to knock out Kenny Omega. Yeah, I think... Because I would assume he's losing to Okada. I just... I want to keep him important still, and he can't just keep losing to... He should He should, screw, he should screw you over. Yeah. He should fuck over Kenny, and then it causes him... He should maybe be the champion, and then you put someone going... Kenny doesn't really need it, but at the same time, uh, Kenny is where my money will go, essentially. Like, let's remember, a lot of people are into Kenny Omega as the main star. Oh, here, completely. And he should be, so... Uh, I'm not. I'm not really mad at that. That just. It's just like I was there for the first time they fought. I just want to watch the match. I was conflicted when I watched the first time. This is the same thing. I'm just. Yeah. I just want to watch them kill it. So. Oh yeah. Completely. Same with the Bucks and the uh, the Lucha Bros. I think that's going to be crazy. But I'm a big Bucks fan. I'm excited for this. I wish we were in Vegas, but we're not. So. Yeah, I'm not a big Vegas guy. Me neither. I think it's a little um, overrated. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I definitely want to. I'll definitely want to go to another event. All in? in yeah, they should do a Toronto one. I think they would. Yeah. All in Toronto? In All in the six? I feel like they've... I think they've got a UK one confirmed as well. There you go. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, I'm all for all elite wrestling. I want it to do really well. Um, I would, I'll be watching when it comes. Um, have you watched any other wrestling this week? This week, I watched some uh, Boombox Brock. <laughs> I really love that. Yeah. Um, I really enjoy that. That's my new favorite gif, is Brock listening to music. Uh, someone put it to him listening to that Old Town Road. Oh, nice. <laughs> like, I think people people make out that Brock doesn't care. I think he I think he enjoys what he does. Sure. And you see it with shit like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, I also watched NXT UK yeah. this week. It was the rematch... Of the century yeah. for NXT UK, Walter versus Pete Dunne, the rematch from TakeOver New York. Some say best match of the year. Some say not so much. Uh, the rematch itself, it was kind of just a TV uh, rematch in my yeah. opinion. It had some of the spots kind of uh, go- playing off their New York match. Um, the missed chop to the turnbuckle. Um, yeah. Always, I mean, that's a spot that um, Trent Seven does a lot. The chop always to the, just looks painful to the to the ring post to the ring post. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It always. How do you? What do you do just to not make that look yeah. like it hurts? Um, I thought Walter and Pete Dunne was good, but it was just like kind of like a kind of thirteen it minute. Didn't, like, it didn't kill it like some NXT TV matches do. Yeah. Um, the I mean, we've said over the last year the quality of the NXT TV matches are crazy compared to what we're yeah. like used to. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
I know that uh, uh, there was Travis Banks versus Joseph Connors. Yeah. Travis Banks is added to the Fatal 4-Way next week. Yes. Which is um, the number one contenders match for the title. Yeah, so, so he's against uh, Dave Mastiff and uh, Jordan, Devlin. Jordan Devlin. But I'm blanking on the other one. Because yeah. Jordan Devlin's going to win and that doesn't matter. I no one else matters. I think so. Yeah. Devlin is my favorite on uh, UK. Um, well, the, the finish for Walter and Pete Dunne is ring camp, get involved. Yeah. They basically cause, cost Pete Dunne the, the, the match here. So he realistically could get a, a rematch, a title shot. He is the main guy here. I don't know if Jordan Devlin could sell... Uh, I, I don't know if they have anyone else lined up as big as Walter and Pete Dunne to sell shows, essentially. I don't... No. Like, who's their guy, you know? Like, I think that's why they've... Uh, the end of this uh, vaulted Dunn match, they, they've made it screwy to extend it a bit longer, get some more juice out of this. Yeah. Because uh, I don't think there's any real one, anyone really hot enough. Yeah. Um, uh, we, we got, like, some sort of uh, Rhea Ripley. She was talking shit on, uh, on Piper. Yeah. Piper, who's in NXT UK. Uh, Piper Niven. That happening. Oh, I got to see Big Dick Joel. So that's good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, always good. Uh, Cassius Ono, he's running rampant. He's uh, he's in NXT UK, and he's just shit-talking all these people. I don't know. NXT UK is... It's not... I wouldn't call it 205 Live, but it could be in that territory if they don't watch out. Yeah, it's just... It's not essential viewing for me. You and can't... I think yeah, it should be. You know what? It's... I, I could... I, like, this is what I take from it. They're like, okay, we got this show. We own these people now. It's, we're going to do a show. Okay, cool. Because this was in Glasgow. Right. Which is really cool. They're going around. Kind yeah. Of. They, they go, cool, Glasgow. Then they just expect you as a wrestling fan to just show up. Yeah. No, that's not how it works in wrestling. No. People are wondering, like, there's so many shows. Uh, Ring of Honor has announced a show with New Japan and CMLL, the SummerSlam weekend. Now, this show is clashing with the G1. Right. So who... Is going to be on this card. Yeah. So they don't tell you the card because they, they know if they tell you, you're not going to buy tickets. Yeah. But, so it's like, you got you to gotta do more than just be like, hey, NXT UK is here. Come on, guys. Let's go. Yeah. Like, let's go. It doesn't work like that. You got to promote something, um, in my opinion. Like, that's... Yeah, you no, wanna, I agree. You want to make... Wrong. You want to sell me tickets. You got to promote it. So I feel like when you watch these NXT UK shows, a lot of the crowd is just dead they're not really caring yeah nothing really matters it's just like kind of all over the place so i kind of get those vibes from nxt uk there needs to be some sort of uh like a end of the road kind of thing like there needs to be maybe there needs to be takeovers to lead up to i don't know what the, the fix is it's yeah it's difficult um yeah I, i'm not sure either i just think there's there's too much yeah uh, going on too much wrestling and too much wrestling. you really need to stand out from the pack to make people give up their time to watch. Uh, and I think NXT regular does stand out from the pack. Yeah. Well, let's talk about NXT. What did you call it? Regular. NXT regular. We're not regular. We are not NXT your kind. OG. Yeah, OG. NXT OG.
We are not your kind. Uh, a little housekeeping again. Reminder, go listen to the Game of Thrones podcast. Go listen to our Pokemon podcast with a lot of Detective Pikachu talk. But next week, after NXT airs on the WWE Network, it at 9 o'clock Eastern Time, David and myself will be doing a special Up Next TakeOver Watch Along in honor five years ago. The first takeover aired this upcoming Wednesday night. Yeah, so, so May 29th, 2014 was the very first NXT takeover, which wow. was headlined by Tyson Kidd versus Adrian Neville for the NXT championship. Uh, we had Sami Zayn versus Tyler Breeze, and we had... Which is very fitting. Yeah. Very fitting. Um, and so, Charlotte versus Natalia for ooh. the vacant women's title. Yes, people love that match. Uh, so, so we're going to do a watch-along. We're going to do a takeover watch-along on our YouTube channel. The BDE has a YouTube channel. What is the... It's BDE Official. So YouTube BDE Official. But uh, follow our socials at the D and at Davey Portman. Again, Wednesday night, uh, May 29 at 9 o'clock Eastern, so after NXT airs on Wednesday night. We will be watching... A takeover, the first takeover, five year anniversary. Is that how uh, is that how you say it? Five year anniversary. I know John Away get really mad when you yes, when you when you use the word anniversary wrong. Uh, so so tune in if you want to do a watch along. We're going to be hanging out here and watching it, giving kind of like a live commentary. Uh, it will be on our YouTube feed. Uh, we might record the pod as a podcast and kind of upload it, so then you can watch it at a later date. Yeah, kind of stop start. We like timestamp and you know, like kind of like the watch along. Uh, it will be better than the one WWE did this past Money in the Bank. That's all I'll say. <laughs> they did a watch along. They do watch alongs now. Oh, okay. And it takes. I can't be watching a live, brand new pay per view when like things are going down, and then I have to know. Yeah, what... you got to go back. It's like you're not going to watch a movie for the first time with the commentary yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's exactly stuff you want to see after. Yeah, it's exactly that. Uh, so ours is more just hanging out with us because that's all we talk about is NXT. So uh, tune into that. Again, follow us on our socials for all the info on that. So next Wednesday, uh, we will be doing a takeover tailgate. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Let's do that. So uh, look out for that. Thank you. Uh, let's talk about this week's NXT. Yeah. Let's do it. Um, William Regal, he starts off the show. It is NXT, May 22nd, 2019. William Regal starts the show. He says, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Last week, we saw a chaotic finish, and the, the tag team titles here are, are all, they're, they're, they're vacated. No one, you know, the War Raiders have left. The Viking Raiders, sorry, have left, and the titles are, are vacated. And we saw this chaotic finish, but as Morrow said, chaos is a ladder. We have no champions, and there wasn't a legit pin last week from the Street Profits, so therefore, in two weeks, at TakeOver 25, there will be a tag team match. A four-way tag team match. The Street Profits versus the Forgotten Sons versus Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan versus Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish in a ladder match for the tag team titles. Oh my goodness. This match is going to be bonkers. It's going to be lit. <laughs> it's yeah how did Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish get in this match I, I feel like they should have been how they should have you? had a run in how dare you no but it's just last week ended with like 
as I was saying, I thought it was going to be a three-way. Yeah. Because those teams, yeah. they should have done something. Sure. Even if it was just them being cheeky at the end and running in and taking the titles and going off with them. Yeah, you're right. Something, like, I don't know. Rewrites. Hey, maybe they didn't even know they were going to do this takeover at some point. Yeah. So who knows? Let's just, I'm happy they're in the match. Oh, completely. Yeah, yeah, they're fantastic. So you heard that there. The four teams will compete and the new champions will be crowned at the next takeover. Uh, all, all teams sound great. Uh, if you ask me, Undisputed Era should win them. I think they'll win. Yeah. Because <laughs> they are uh, fitting. And then you have uh, Street Profits do the chase for uh, yeah. Toronto. I think that'll be great. So that sounds crazy. So that sounds nuts at TakeOver. Four-way ladder match for the tag titles. Oh, my God. Take my money. Sounds great. Uh, we start the show off with Shock the System. Undisputed Era. They all come out. All of them. All four of them. Including Roderick Strong. He has not been arrested for an attempted murder no. from last week. In fact, it's not even mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> the bloody flip-flop was not mentioned. Um, Undisputed Era come out. Adam Cole is the only one wearing his own shirt. Because I guess he's the only one with his own shirt. He's the leader. Right. Got you. Adam Cole, baby. Adam Cole, he says, the rumors are true. Undisputed Era, we ain't going nowhere. We are stronger than ever. We're finally on the same page, and this will be a statement. Uh, he says that no superstar, is, no superstars in NXT are like us. For we are unstoppable, and we do what we want, and we take what we want. And now that Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish are in the tag match for the tag titles, I'm going to beat Gargano. We're going to be dripping in gold. The prophecy will come true. Well, he didn't actually say the word prophecy, which he needs to, they need to put that on a shirt. Prophecy, dripped in gold. I like They it. don't need the word prophecy. I love it. I love it. In years to come, there'll be a stable in WWE called the prophecy. Sure. <laughs> you know there will be. It'll be Kona Reeves, um, <laughs> Baby and Eichner, and who else? Mansoor. Mansoor. Yeah. Got it. Actually, that sounds pretty lit. Yeah. <laughs> Minus Kona. No, Kona's the goat. Uh, Adam Cole, he says that come take over, we're going to be dripping in gold. And I'm going to take that title from Johnny and Johnny Gargano's music hits. Your favorite. It's a great song. song. You sing this all the time it's in a, our home. It's such a good song. Uh, I live with you and you sing this song a lot. <laughs> you hum it and you whistle it. And I know what it is regardless if you're singing or humming or whistling. This rebel heart, this, this rebel heart. I think that's the only part yeah, you know. Words, yeah, right. yeah, you don't know any of the other parts. <laughs> I fucking knew it. I knew it. It's the only part I hear. Uh, Johnny Champion, <clears throat> he comes down to the ring. He's uh, He's got his title. He's looking good. He says uh, the match at TakeOver is set. It will be Johnny Gargano and Adam Cole one-on-one. -on -one. But you know the truth, Adam. You can't beat me on your own without your boys. Adam Cole says, what kind of an idiot are you, Johnny? I beat you in the first fall. He's not wrong. He beat him clean in the first fall in New York. He goes, uh, Adam, I don't know about you, but I guess math is hard because you beat me the first time and then I beat you the second time and then I beat you the third time. So that's two out of three falls in a two out of three falls match. And I liked how he did this because the crowd helped him do the yeah. math. The crowd was 
saying the words as Johnny was saying the words. He was spelling it. Yeah, out he was like, like helping. It was he's an idiot. Yeah, yeah, he's he's good at kind of getting the crowd. I would say, um, and <laughs> he says, uh, "Yeah, I I beat you. So uh, what are you gonna do about it?" And uh, Fish has like this off. He wasn't like talking into the mic, but he's like, "Yeah, we get that dummy or something." Yeah, he's like, "We got that buddy." Yeah, we get it. We get it. We get it. Uh, <laughs> he's Adam Cole says, "Well, you know what? I pinned you clean. It doesn't matter. Uh, I just need you to pin you once. That's all that matters. And I'm going to do it again." And as Adam Cole is saying that, Matt Riddle appears in the ring and he attacks Undisputed Era, and Johnny Gargano slides in the ring. It's chaos. Running amok, it's Johnny Gargano and Matt Riddle, and they're beating up Undisputed Era. Era hightail it out of there. Uh, Riddle and Gargano go back to back, but they have each other's backs now. They're they're bros. Yeah, Gargan bro. Oh, okay. Wouldn't you call them that? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Gargan bro. Gargan bro. Gargan bro. Uh, so if you ask me, this may or may not be setting up a match. It's like William Regal is the new Teddy Long. It's a tag team match, player. We'll see what um, happens. Few things. Uh, first of all, you mentioned your Edge and Christian shirt earlier. Was it the one the guy in the crowd was wearing? Yeah, there was yeah. a guy wearing a cool shirt, the red one with Edge and Christian yeah. posing. Yeah, is that the one? You... Yeah, that's the one I was wearing. Yeah. Oh, nice. It's the the five second pose, Charlie's yeah. Eagles. Yeah. Um, this <clears throat> this feels slightly cold to me. I think the match is going to be fantastic. Yes. Obviously, we saw the first one; it was great. This is. This is where I have a problem with NXT, the way it's taped. Like, Gargano hasn't had a match, as far as I can remember, no. since TakeOver. No, he has not. And you get, like, the week, the like the hangover episode where you never see the champions. And sure. Then, I don't know, it's just sort of... It's kind of they're just retreading what they said the other week with, well, I beat you in the first fall, yeah, but I beat you twice. It's weird. They, they've kind of done this... I mean, they, they're both great promos. Yeah. But they've kind of done this promo already, and I just feel it's it, NXT feels weird at the moment because yeah. this takeover feels a bit shoehorned in. I'll tell you what, takeover kind of feels now weird going, because everyone got robbed from NXT. <laughs> they stole everyone from us. Well, they still got like we said on paper, this show looks great. Yeah. It just it feels a bit rushed, like getting to it. it. Is. Yeah, it and is. I think this is like because they don't have any other program ready. For the title there going, well, let's just do Adam Cole Gargano again. But they don't have that much material now to work with. Sure. They haven't had a blood feud like Gargano's had with with uh, Champa. Um, as I said, this story, the only thing is, oh, well, I won the first fall. Yeah. And that's been said. And already. he's already said it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I kind of get that as the well. The match is still going to be great. The match is going to be crazy. Don't get it twisted. Because this takeover looks stacked. Realistically, yeah. don't you do not want to miss this takeover. Uh, if you thought you did, you thought wrong. Uh, th- you're right. I, I kind of did feel like this. I like Johnny Gargano as a promo. I like John. I think Jar- 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 Gar- 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 Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano, to me, is... So so good. You, I think he's the best in the world at the moment. Yeah, like he's fantastic. Um, it takes it takes people maybe a little longer than others to realize how yeah. good he is. I think honestly, like I think a lot of people still WWE fans mostly, not the NXT fans, but the WWE fans look at him like, who's that guy? Don't care. Yeah, there's something just by watching him that just connects, and I I can't quite put my yeah. finger on it. Um, so I I I think him and Adam Cole. Uh, the match in New York is one of the best matches I've ever seen. Yeah. So I instantly will watch this match. I'm interested in this match. But 
that is the storyline. Like I beat you, I beat you in the first of all. And I think this has got to be the last match. I don't. Are they going to get a third out of it for Toronto? Or no, no, I don't think so. So and and they're getting Matt Riddle involved in this. Thing. So I assume whoever it just wins is, this is uh, whoever loses is going up. I would think it's just weird because Cole Cole lost to Matt Riddle yeah. clean, yeah, essentially clean. So I don't know. It's interesting. But well, that's why they had Gargano last week making the match. Sure, yeah. He was like, quit your whining. Yeah. You say you beat me, okay, you've got a shot, and I'll beat you again. Gargano should have wrestled as well, maybe last week or something. Like, he should have been on TV in a match. Yeah. Kind of maybe defending the title against someone else. Or... They normally do have a TV defense. Yeah, don't yeah they? you should have, like, against Conor Reeves or something. Yeah. You know, it could have been. Could have sure, been why not? Uh, so that. Uh, is setting up uh, something down the line for later tonight, uh, the four guys there. Yeah. We go to Sean Maluda. Yeah, remember him mm. from the Cruiserweight Classic? Sean Maluda comes out, and he's having a match against Mansoor. Mansoor's my new favorite. I know. I think he's a lot of people's new favorites. Yeah, and Sean Maluda's your favorite. Yeah. That's what you said last night. I'm, my notes are, Braden likes Maluda. And I that like Mansoor. That doesn't mean he's my favorite. He's you, that's, favorite. that's literally not what I said. Were you getting, like, old NXT vibes this week? Yeah. This, this felt week. like NXT 2014. Because back in 2014, they didn't even know what they were doing, probably. <laughs> they were like, well, we're going to film you had, this. It was mainly homegrown talent then. Sure. You didn't have the the wave of indie guys yeah. in there. Um, and I just felt with this match and the women's match later... it. Not that it's a bad thing, but it felt like this is our new crop. These are our very fresh sure. people that we're trying to build up. Well, they're trying to build up Mansoor. Yeah, obviously. which makes a lot of sense. They're going to Saudi Arabia again. Uh, the deal is 10 years. They've got a... Uh, I believe he's Saudi. Oh, um, and then there you go. Like, employed by them. And he's promising. Like, he showed from that Greatest Royal Rumble, he's... He's not a bad promo. Hey, we've seen him on NXT a and few times here. He's, he's been pretty good. For someone who I don't think has been wrestling too long, I think he shows a lot of promise and could be could be a great baby face or yeah. heel. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's Sean Maluda, who is of uh, Samoan heritage here. Oh, uh, is he related to The Rock? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, <okay. laughs> that, happens, that happens to the non-wrestling... Going to, we're talking about non-wrestling fans. Yeah. They'll be like, hey, uh, like... What's the deal with The Rock? Like, what's his background? I'm like, guys, why, do, why is this a thing? Like, <laughs> like, you know that was always the thing? Like, back in the day. It's a joke in Family Guy. Is it? It's a joke in it back in the day. In the, back in the day, it was like, what's in The Rock? What's his back? It's like, what does that matter? Anyways, but yeah, Samoan. Um, if you didn't know Sean Maluda was not... If you didn't know he was Samoan, you learn really quick. Because he hits a Samoan drop real quickly in this matchup against Mansoor. Sean Maluda... And Mansoor, there is Air Mansoor. There's a lot of high flying in this match. I said that Maluda was in the Cruiserweight Classic uh, a few years ago. Uh, he's a high flyer as well. Um, there's a crazy Samoan drop. There's uh, a flying code breaker mm. from, was it Maluda that hit this? From Maluda. This should be the finish because this move is crazy. It's a slingshot, like, code breaker. Like the knees to the face. But, like, yeah. you're, like, flying at the guy when you hit it. It looks awesome, uh, but Mansoor kicked out at two, and I bet I thought this was done. Yeah, um, this was a quick match. There's a, a slingshot, not a slingshot, but like a real like quick uh, German suplex. Um, then there's a slingshot like neck breaker. 
Um, uh, yeah, Mansoor hit a beautiful German suplex. It was like, like running? A, a snap German. Like, like the more? rolling one. Okay. Uh, looked beautiful. Um, he hits like this jumping, jumps in to hit like a neck breaker. It looked really cool. And then Mansoor hits this finisher, which, again, really quick matchup here, just to kind of show off Mansoor, I, I would say. But his finish is, he goes for like the the reverse DDT, like the saving grace, Devon, the, the bloody Sunday. Yeah. But then turns it into like a twist of fate and hits you with like a cutter after lifting you. Uh, looks really cool. I used to do this move when I was a kid on like my little cousin because you like lift the guy up and then you would drop them yeah, like the, the RKO. Good. Yeah, it's a good move. Really cool looking move. And Mansoor pins Sean Maluda. So yeah, I would give uh, Mansoor a little bit of a rub, especially if you're going into. Um, I would assume at in that Saudi show, the 50 man battle royal, which sounds yeah. so ridiculous. You're going to have a lot of NXT guys in that. Oh, yeah. The, the guys that are, are agreeing to go to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> You'll have some guys in there. Yeah. So uh, maybe he'll be one of them. Oh, I would uh, think so. Yeah, especially because he was on that Saudi show. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, he's good, definitely going to be in. Good callback. Are you going to be watching that show? Probably. Oh, yeah, of course you are. Why? Because it's... Goldberg v. Taker. Yeah. What, what Goldberg Tops is... Tops off for Goldberg. Goldberg is your favorite wrestler ever. He's the greatest wrestler ever in the WWE. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, Goldberg versus Taker. Jeez. Wrestling. Uh, <laughs> we go backstage. It's Kathy Kelly. She's outside William Regal's office. And Undisputed Era, they storm out. And they're like, yeah, blah, blah. William Regal says, this is, this is how we, this is not how we do things at, at uh, NXT. It's chaos. Tonight is a tag team match. It will be Johnny Gargano and Matt Riddle versus Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. Sounds all right, doesn't it? That sounds all right. But at TakeOver 25, it will be Roderick Strong versus Matt Riddle one-on-one. Oh, my goodness. Take my money. Is this Roddy's first singles match at a TakeOver? At a TakeOver? Yeah. Possibly. I think it might be. He's been in quite a few tags. He's been in a load of tags. Yeah. This I think this first singles this, uh, this match sounds great. Someone's going to die. This, <laughs> this sounds crazy. Let's talk about show stealer. Roderick Strong and Matt Riddle. I think this, this, is, this show looks awesome. Yeah, like I said, this card front to back is looking crazy. But trust me, it gets crazier. Mm. Uh, we're talking about anniversaries. NXT, to, to, this is called TakeOver 25. Yeah. And we're, we're doing the watch along. It's mm. five years since the first TakeOver. We'll get a load of this next segment velveteen dream comes down to the ring he says he's the purple prince of pugilism is what morrow calls Mm. him i think uh he's looking fresh he's looking kind of like beetlejuice a little bit um he says that the dream is in high demand and that everyone the people they want to feel me they want to feel the dream they want to touch the dream they want to hold the dream but he is interrupted because, oh my God, everyone, look, it's Tyler. Tyler Breeze makes his return to Full Sail and his return to NXT. You heard me correctly. Prince Pretty, Tyler Breeze, comes down to the ring. Prince Pretty is home. Full Sail remembers who he is because they start chanting, Breeze is gorgeous. Tyler gets on the microphone and says, when I was in NXT, I had everyone talking about me. And now, 
there's just a bunch of impersonators and cheap knockoffs. Everyone knows there's only one Prince Pretty, and and clearly Velveteen Dream does not like this. Uh, some early on would say that Velveteen Dream was kind of a knockoff of uh, Tyler Breeze. Yeah. Essentially, a lot of people were saying that. Uh, the Dream says that this is the Dream's NXT. And Tyler says, well, NXT, they want a, they want a real man, not a boy. Sorry, just as Dream saying this to uh, Tyler Breeze now. He says, we, NXT needs a real man, not a boy. So why don't you go back and play some cops and robbers? <laughs> uh, which is very funny. If you were a fan of uh, the what, Fashion, fashion files? files, you know who's a big fan? Randy Orton. Yeah. He's a big fan of the, the, the Fashion Files. Uh, Fandango and Breeze were tweeting out that Randy is, was like, like loved it like was, was like on that <laughs> shit thought that shit was the best uh so dream says go back to he says oh this is serious velveteen dream says you couldn't cut it on mondays and tuesdays that doesn't mean you can demand the spotlight here again yeah Ooh, shots fired he goes well listen i couldn't it wasn't that i couldn't cut it i'm just feeling a little uninspired but you inspire me dream you see, there's there's just there's just not enough of Tyler Breeze here in NXT. He says that uh, Dream says that Prince Pretty is a dollar store detective, and maybe you forgot your place in catering. Um, there's a lot of jokes about Tyler Breeze just being on the main roster. It's like, yeah, you made a lot of money. I think it went on a little bit too long. This, yeah, I think um, after the... I think there was a couple of really good burn lines from both of them. Yeah. And then they started to repeat themselves a yeah, bit. And yeah. it almost turned into like a bad school play, I thought. Yeah, I I liked the, the digs in the beginning. Yeah. Specifically the Monday and Tuesday thing. It was was a good dig. I, I like when they do digs like that. Like real things. Like we saw well, last it, week. It's, it's playing to... Us. The right audience the, the, as well. The smarter the ones. The NXT audience are the ones who probably... Don't like Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, exactly. Uh, too much. Hey, it's true. Um, so yeah, they're they're great lines. Uh, they Tyler Breeze says, you know what? It's cool. We're cool. We're pretty. We're, we're pretty much the same person. Why don't we just get a selfie? I want a selfie with the champ. And Dream is like, yeah, you want you want a selfie? First, let me take a selfie. Um, Tyler Breeze goes to take the selfie with the Velveteen Dream. Um. And and Prince Pretty, Tyler Breeze, it's my favorite line of the night. So they're posing for the photo, for the selfie, right? And he goes, I have a little bit of advice for you, Velveteen Dream. When you write your phone number on your trunks and no one calls you, it's because no one's interested. And then he decks him. Yeah. Leaves Velveteen Dream laying and walks away. So it is now announced that at NXT TakeOver... The Velveteen Dream will be defending the North American Championship against Prince Pretty, Tyler Breeze. It almost feels like the Liger Breeze match from Brooklyn. Yeah, but it's reversed. It? Yeah. Now Tyler Breeze is the spectacle. I like I like this. I think this is a great idea, especially yeah. if it's the it's like the twenty fifth anniversary. It's cool to get yes. an OG on yep. there. Yep. Um I kind of feel Tyler Breeze should have changed something. Well, he cut his hair. He's cut his hair, but I think he should have updated his look a bit because 
He was always a heel in NXT. He's come in as like a, a baby face of his He's old He's still character. a baby face heel kind of character. He just... I don't know. It, for me, it made me feel like, oh, it's, it's five years kind of since you've sure. been in NXT. Yeah. And you did fail on the main roster and nothing has changed about sure. you. I think he could have just updated his look a bit. Maybe gone away. I think he will at, at take. I hope so. Yeah, because I think you will get that. Otherwise, yeah. it just it just feels weird. Uh, I, I'm okay with it. I think I need to see the selfie stick. That's what I need to see. I need that. Uh, he was pretty uh, innovative for his time in NXT, sure. like his entrances yeah. and everything like that. Like that's, that's what Dream even, is doing now. Even the fashion files. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. On the main roster, I think I think he'll come. He'll have a cool looking entrance. He's gonna both be, of them. Are. He's going to be hungry as well. Like this match, both of these he guys. He knows yeah. this is this good. This is him. the one time everyone's watching, going to be watching Tyler Breeze. Yeah. So you got to kill it yeah. essentially. So I this takeover just got another match added. Mm. That's take my money. Um, so yeah, uh, NXT OG. Uh, sorry, they Kathy Kelly catches up with Tyler Breeze and he says that he is the NXT OG and that the Velveteen Dream is inspired by Tyler Breeze. So, yeah, we will be seeing that match at TakeOver in two weeks. Crazy. Um, don't put your phone number on your trunks. No. This is really funny. Yeah. <laughs> do, do you remember? I, I remember the Call Me Up Vince. I didn't realize he had his number on it. Is that Was that true? Oh, I don't know. Did he have his Oh, oh yeah. I think, that, I think that's yeah, what yeah, he's referencing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's so funny. Uh, let's go to Candice LeRae. She's coming out. She's going to have a match here. Um, I was really excited when Candice LeRae, her music hit. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. And then I, even more excited when... Reina Gonzalez. Reina Gonzalez. Your favorite. She's my new favorite wrestler. Yeah. She is not. Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know how I feel about this uh, next segment. Okay. Um... Reina Gonzalez, she's like tall. She's yeah. She's massive. Um, she looks like a like a she could be a big monster in the world of WWE. Mm. She is wearing uh, ripped assless jeans. Yeah. Do you think I could rock that? Sure. So you wear underwear underneath, and yeah. then you wear the jeans, but they're like assless. They're like chaps, aren't they? But they're jeans. Yeah. It's like ca- straight cowboy. Yeah. Right. Try it. Try it. Should Take over. Wear some. Yeah. I don't want to invade on Way's gimmick of being a cowboy <laughs> these days. I don't know. Uh, Reina Gonzalez versus Candice LeRae. Um, what is there to say about this match? There's a, a reverse clubbing clothesline from Reina. That looked really that good. That looked nasty, yeah. In the early beginning of this. Uh, there's a spinning power slam. Uh, there's some sort of like an arm breaker, and Beth calls it a DDT. Okay. <laughs> What like a, was it like an arm sort of face plant? It was like when you like D, when you like uh, DDT when you when you like code breaker an arm essentially. Yeah. Okay. And Beth is like DDT. <laughs> Michael Cole. He's been hanging around with Michael Cole too much. <laughs> DDT. <laughs> um, that's that's my notes on Beth Phoenix this week. DDT. Uh, there's an arm breaker. I write here. What the fuck is going on? There's a bottom rope springboard crossbody. But Reina catches her and tries to throw her into the steps. There was a lot of miss steps in this match. Um, there's a missile drop kick, and the finish comes when Candice LeRae doesn't hit 
the lion salt. Yeah, she she kind of fires up against her in the corner for a bit, and then and then finishes her off pretty easy with her lion salt, but misses, misses it and pins her off of it. Yeah. Um, I Nigel hate... brings attention to it. Yeah, he's like, oh, usually you he know... goes hitting a moon salt. You were you were going in blind because you're like flipping backwards, so you don't always know where you're going to land. Like trying to cover it, trying to say like, yeah, this this match didn't work for me. Um, um, I'm going to be as bold to say uh, this is my worst match of the year thus far. That's fair in enough. 2019, and um, it's a very unfortunate because I love Candice. Yeah, this this match didn't work because. Yeah, I mean, you look at the two. Candice is tiny. Yep. Uh, Reina Gonzalez is is very tall. She's a big girl, mm-hmm. and I don't think they played that monster dynamic no. enough. They started. Reina was dominant to start with, and then Candice just easily fired up and beat her very very simply. Yeah. Um, this is also the second time she's kind of botched that springboard moonsault. Yeah, maybe don't um, do it anymore. <laughs> Maybe look for something else. I like Candice, and I want to see her do well. And 100%. I think the women's division needs her. Needs someone else to step up. But this, uh, as I said, I was getting early early NXT vibes. Having like Mansoor, Maluda, Tyler Breeze, and Arena Gonzalez, it just felt like NXT of a few years ago. It felt like nothing of note. No, to really watch. Yeah, uh, I, w- I I did not like this. This just felt really not well put the together. The post match, however, was pretty good. Yeah, uh, they got my interest back really quickly. So Kanzleray wins the match off the Lion Salt miss, and she's celebrating in the ring, or so she thought. She is then attacked by the Horsewomen, uh, Shayna Baszler. Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir all attack Candice LeRae, but someone comes to the, to the rescue, if you will. It is a kendo stick-wielding Io Shirai. Are kendo sticks just lying around backstage? Yeah. Like, that's the nearest thing she can find? Someone, <laughs> someone send us kendo sticks to the BDE. I know for a fact you can buy them on Amazon. Oh, yeah. So someone send us some. I would kendo the fuck out of you. I would beat you up. It only takes a little tap. They hurt. They hurt. Yeah. Uh, well, it looks like it hurt. Io Shirai, looking like a straight badass, comes into the ring, swinging the kendo stick. She wallops these girls. She is beating on Shayna Baszler. Jasmine Duke got off very lightly. <laughs> Jasmine Duke's like, yo, see ya. I'm out of here. She, she did the Randy Orton. She's Randy Orton. Two bumps. I'm out. <laughs> Marina Shafir got... Hill. Holy! Someone she check on her. These. Someone check on Marina Shafir's back. Uh, Io Shirai again, looking like a, just a, a superhero, a gangster, coming out with the kendo stick, swinging for the fences, just slapping these girls up with this kendo stick. It was getting busted up. The, you know what's serious when the kendo stick is like breaking? Oh yeah, that's when you know they're yeah, really. Yeah, she breaks it over Shayna. Yeah, she is beating them. Damn, girl is what I yelled at my TV. Well, I've got written here, and I. I must have just been slightly off with my keys because I've got written Naruba get junked. Nice. I don't know what that I means. I think that might mean Marina got fucked. Oh, I yeah. Know, but, <laughs> <laughs> but Naruba get junked. Sounds this, like you, it sounds like scene. you were fucked, mate. <laughs> uh, Io Shirai, just, just crazy. These are... These are some of the worst kendo stick strikes I've seen Ouch. for a while. Yeah, that looked like it hurt. Uh, I love this. It finally... Io Shirai. 
looking like. A few weeks ago, she attacked Shayna in the PC. Yeah. But this is like attacks her in the ring with the candlestick. All the she's beaten all the girls. Yeah. Like her whole team of them. Uh, damn girl is what I have written because that's what I yelled at my TV because I love this. Yeah. This is exactly what you needed. This is how you sell matches to me. I don't understand how hard it is in the WWE when they're trying to make K. Hey, we have a pay per view in a month mm. and there's a match. And the two guys hate each other. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, that's the story. All right, cool, cool. What do we do to make people want to watch them fight? That's wrestling. Like, that's 101. And they, oh, WWE, for years, just so many stupid storylines. Mm. All you need to do is show me two people brawling, scrapping, trying to kill each other. You pull the part, boom, I want to watch that yeah. match. Watch any, like, famous, like, UFC, you know, when there's, when you know, like, the fighters are like, oh, these fighters really hate each other. Yeah. And, like, they get pulled apart and you're like, they hate each other. I need to see this. Yeah. It's exactly what, what you need to do. And WWE uses it, like, sparingly, I would say. But something like this instantly makes me go, yeah, I need to see Io Shirai go against Shannon because yeah. she's a badass. So I really like this. Uh, it saved that last... I think match. I think the video package is going to look great for this. It's just going to be beating. Well, Shana. you're going to have the the, the Shayna and Kyrie thing with yes. Io crying, yes. and then it's going to show her walloping everyone with Keno Six. Yeah, I'm I'm excited look, for this match. Look, I'm I'm a big Io Shirai fan. Mm. Shirai gets me high. I I'm like Io Shirai. So imagine. Uh, me and you. Uh, you know what? I've been thinking this for a while. <laughs> Whenever I look at you, I just see Io Shirai. <laughs> I look just like her. You, you look just like yeah. her. You, you have the same mannerisms. <laughs> um, I'm cuter. Um, if 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 me and if if me and you are friends, and Shayna Baszler and and her her lackeys beat you up and make me watch and all that stuff, I'm gonna be mad. You'd, you'd cry as well. Oh yeah, I I would be so mad. And you know what I'd do, buddy? For you, I'd grab a kendo stick and I'd go out there and beat the fuck out of these people. That's what I'd do. If they hurt me and my friends. So it makes sense. So Io Shirai, I'm happy that you're not just this like, like happy baby face that's mm. like letting this happen. Like, no, your friend got fucked over. You got fucked over. Let's get some justice. Let's beat up some bitches. Let's go. Like, that's what I like about this. So therefore, Io Shirai, next women's champion. I hope so. In NXT. I think so. I hope so. I'm really into that. I love it. Uh, they announced officially it is Dream versus Breeze at TakeOver, so that is pretty crazy. They also announced that next week it will be Bianca Belair versus Mia Yim. Okay. And it will be Kushida versus Drew Gulak next week. Yeah, I think we thought that might be a TakeOver match. Yeah. Um, but we get to see it next week. Do you be... add Kushida to TakeOver? No. not You've got the matches. Yeah, you've got five, five matches, matches now. Um, he'll probably do a... A dark like, match. pre-show. Yeah, the pre-show. Taping. I thought the Gulak one maybe would have been. Yeah, there. that's what I thought. Maybe they'll move it. Uh, I don't read ahead. Uh, let's go to our main event of the evening that was made just earlier. It is Matt Riddle and Johnny Gargano versus Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. Technically, this is Johnny Garganbro versus Red Dragon, is what I'll call it. Um... Gargano and O'Reilly battle it out, uh, trying to out-wrestle each other, trying to out-slap each other in the early parts of this match. Uh, I would watch Johnny Gargano and Kyle O'Reilly in a uh, singles match. Oh, yeah. Take my money, please, at a takeover. Uh, Mauro Ranallo mentions on commentary that he believes that the match at NXT TakeOver New York, Cole versus Gargano, 
is the greatest NXT match ever. Uh, how do you feel about that? <laughs> um, it's definitely up there. I know. I know you're you're uh, you're torn. You were at both of both. For me, like that last fall is incredible. Right. Um, the opening of the match, not like it's not bad, but right. it took a while to get there. Okay. Um, I maybe still think Gargano Almas. Wow. Um, but like, come on, both fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I would. I wouldn't be mad if someone told me, "No, you're wrong." Cole Gargano. Sure. I'm like. It's one of the best matches I've ever seen. Well, guess seen. what, buddy? You're wrong, because it is. Oh, I'm fucking mad. <laughs> <laughs> it is Gargano and Cole. I think, watching it, we were there live, but I've shown a non-wrestling fan yeah. that match. And they were like, that was a movie. Like, that felt like I'm watching a movie from start to finish. It was crazy. Uh, yeah, I could. I would argue that maybe it's my favorite match I've seen, yeah. I think. I don't know. Uh, Morrow loved it, and that's why I'm talking about it. But we're going to see the rematch. At TakeOver 25. But tonight, it's the tag match. Uh, there's like uh, an armbar from O'Reilly that's countered into the Gargano escape. Uh, they're really pushing infamous Bobby Fish. Yeah. They're really pushing that as his name. It's on his trunks. It's on his tights. I like it. Bobby Fish, infamous. Love it. Uh, there's a flying Kyle O'Reilly knee out of nowhere, but Riddle dodges that. Um, there's like super kicks off the apron. Uh, Beth says the word lit. Love that. Uh, Riddle is in kicking the shit out of Bobby Fish. Hits an exploder. And then he goes for his gut wrenches. But when he hits the gut wrench, he doesn't let go. It's like the and, Yeah, he hits like the three of them. So he's hitting a bunch on Bobby Fish. Kyle O'Reilly runs in to break it up. So Matt Riddle starts gut-wrenching suplexes to him. It's crazy. There's a Frank Shamrock reference. Um, Red Dragon is beating on Matt Riddle, who has his ribs taped up, by the way, from the attack. Well, he's stabbed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't mention it. They don't mention it at all. They don't mention the fact that he was maybe stabbed and maybe potentially... I just want to see this side story of, like, one day they're going through their lockers and, like, Someone opens Roderick Strong's locker and just a load of bloody shoes <laughs> fall out. You get like a high heel shoe. You get a some like Converse. It's like Roddy, what have you been doing? Nothing, nothing. We don't. No, I've been not doing nothing. Yeah, just his trophies. <laughs> just bloody shoes. Like, like talk about side stories that are dropped real quick. Is Roddy attempting murder yeah. on a man? They go, is that is that Hideo Itami's shoe? <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Is that Hideo Itami's parking pass? What? Yeah. <laughs> Roderick Strong is the, is the... I still need to know. I need to know. There's Roddy. There's Roddy. He, didn't even, he wasn't even signed yet. No. He, it was Roddy. I did, like, they don't... They they just slide over the fact that Roddy maybe tried to kill Matt Riddle last week. <laughs> but let, we, I digress. We can move on. This is for the promo next week. They've got one more week. True. They do. Yeah. Matt Riddle was just like, bro, can I... I just want my flip-flop back. Bro, they were Nike. He should have come to the ring and won. (laughs) (laughs) Comes out... I need some Gucci slides. He did come out bare feet this week. He did. Because Roddy's got his shoes. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Because they were one set of tapings, you know. He didn't have two pairs of flips. Oh, man. If I'm Matt Riddle, I'd be mad at Roderick Strong. Yeah. I want to kill him. Yeah. No, not actually, because that's why we got in this <laughs> this problem. Stop with the killing. I want to hear it next week, Matt Riddle. Bro, I'm mad at you. <laughs> you want to see a more aggressive Matt Riddle? Yeah. You're going to get it now. Good. 
because that's what happens when you try to murder someone. Back to the match. Gut wrenches everywhere, like I said. There's a strike fest from Riddle and Kyle O'Reilly. Um, <clears throat> everyone is trying to... Uh, everyone. Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish are attacking the ribs, obviously, because they are taped up from the attack. Um, there's a powerbomb counter from Kyle O'Reilly turned into a guillotine, which looked beautiful. Uh, there's huge knees by Riddle. Um, Johnny Gargano is tagged in with the hot tag. He hits a belly to belly. There's a tornado DDT. Um, he does the tornado DDT where he kicks the other guy yeah. as well. He did this in, um, in New York. Yeah. On uh, the, to like clear to the, clear the other guys out. Yeah. Um, there's, um, chasing the dragon on Johnny Gargano, which is the, like, Bobby Fish lifts you up. It's like a brain buster and you get kicked in the back of the head. It's one of the, my favorite wrestling combos, double teams. It looks so cool. And they called it Chasing the Dragon, mm. which I'm like, do you, can you say that in WWE? Because doesn't it mean like you're chasing the high of like mm. shit? I love, I love that move. Uh, but Johnny kicks out. You want to call him Johnny Kickout? This is right. He kicked out of Chasing the Dragon. Love it. Um, there's an axe kick, palm strikes, and German. I think by Kyle Riley's axe kick. Is maybe one of my favorite. Yeah, moves. underrated move. It looks great. He should. Kyrie does it as well. It, it looks but great. But Kyle looks like he kills yeah. you with it. Yeah, Kyle O'Reilly is a beast. Um, there is a crazy exchange from all four guys. Honestly, from this point on, it's just chaos. Literally, there's a lot insane. of um, calling for each other between Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. They've always done this. Yeah, and yeah. It it's comedic. I think they just about get away with it. Because of but an era, I'd say, even more so. Yeah, it's just funny. It's like, Bobby, help me! Like, Bobby! <laughs> I got you, Kyle! I got you! It makes sense. Like, in real like in a lot of wrestling, they don't do that in a no. tag match. We're realistically, you in should, a fight, like, you would be help, Bobby, calling it's help. It's like, I, I need to tag you. I need yeah, to tag you. Yeah, help yeah. me. Yeah. Get me out of this. Like, Kyle, where are you? Come on, come here, come here, come here. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. It's like, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Uh, yeah. Um, so, Chasing the Dragon is the, is the move that these guys are doing. But... Uh, Garganbro have their own double team up their sleeve. You know when Johnny Gargano goes for the lawn dart where he picks you up and then he throws you and lawn darts you? He does that, but he launches you into Matt Riddle's flying ripcord knee, which looks this crazy. Looks awesome. Great tag team move. Uh, if that wasn't enough, Matt Riddle picks up Kylo, uh, Bobby Fish, power bombs him, flips him over, hits him with another knee, but O'Reilly breaks up the pin. Adam Cole... Now runs down to ringside trying to get his nose into this business. Johnny Gargano ain't having none of that. And the NXT champion suicide dives into the outside onto Cole and starts beating onto him. And we get the return. This is uh, distracting everyone, Mm. including the referee who's now focused on Gargano and Cole fighting on the ramp. Which allows for the return of the flying Roddy out of nowhere... This is like the new RKO, just Roddy's knees, just, just flying coming into, into frame. Shot, yeah. uh, coming into the frame is Roderick Strong with his flying knee. He hits the end of the heart. Uh, is it end of heartache? Yes. Which is a good uh, kill switch song. End of the heartache onto the apron on Matt Riddle rolls him back in, which allows Red Dragon to hit the total elimination, the high low, and they pin Matt Riddle. In the middle of the ring. It's now a four-on-two attack. Undisputed Era is beating on a lifeless Matt Riddle. They pick up Johnny Gargano. They hold his arms out, allowing 
Adam Cole to hit the last shot, the Shining Wizard, to the back of the head to Johnny Gargano. Undisputed Era, standing tall. Will Adam Cole be the next and then NXT it champion? Ends with Roddy going, Time's up, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to make him pay. <laughs> That's what they, they're all like snickering. And love, they're hyenas. I love them so much. Roderick so Strong, is, uh, I don't know how anyone thought Roderick Strong was going to leave this group. Like, yeah. there's, there's no way. Uh, just so great. I loved this uh, main event. I thought this was great. It kind of saved this episode for me. Um, what did you think of this? I think four guys here, you love all four this, of these guys. Yeah, it felt, and I, I don't really mean this as a negative, but it felt like a kind of house show main event. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know. NXT just feels a bit weird at the moment. Sure. Uh, I think on paper this this card's going to be nuts. nuts, but I don't feel we've had as deep Story. storytelling. Maybe the women's is the the most, but I think you you have a break from for a week or two where you don't see it and it, it cools down kind sure, of quickly. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, but still, like, great wrestling, great main event. Um, maybe it was just the mood I was in watching it. But so yeah, just sour grapes. Yeah, just, I, I enjoyed it. Like, great main event, just... I, I really liked the, I the last we, minute. I think we were spoiled with just incredible storytelling for the last year and a half, sure. two years. And now it's 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 back to square. They're one. doing half a reset. We still got these characters who maybe have outstayed their welcome a bit, but I don't want to see them go until they've got solid plans. plans yeah, which like the way the main roster is at the moment, I don't see that. Um, well, it's interesting because maybe it's maybe it's um, maybe it's because of Johnny Gargano. It is weird because I think because they were going to have. Him and Champa, yeah. Well, they they debuted on Raw and SmackDown, yeah, for like a couple of weeks, yeah. And I think that was going to be the blow off of that feud. I think Gargano will move up soon. I can see I Cole so. winning. I guess so. Um, what do you do with him? He's he's I done it. It's like the, he's done it now. It's it's so difficult at the moment because there's no like I don't really want to see him go to Raw and SmackDown. No, me neither. Like I was excited about seeing Buddy Murphy. Go from 205 to SmackDown. Yeah, where is he? Or is it Raw or SmackDown? I yeah, think he's yeah. on. He's done nothing. Yeah. Um, I I don't have any faith at all that these guys will be used correctly. Um, the newest. And I think it's time to start building new people in NXT. Next, next, next WWE 24-7 champion, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny. Just Johnny. Yeah. Here's... Johnny, can't wait, can't wait. Uh, I don't want him on the main roster, but it's got to happen eventually. Yeah. There's money to be made with this guy. He's can so just, good, but... I was going to say, can we just fire a load of people? That sounds awful, but <laughs> it needs something. They, I don't know. Because they need to move these guys up. Uh, I don't know. I just feel like, where do we go with, with him? I, 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 I agree. Wanna, I don't want to lose him, though. But I think Undisputed Era could be fine because going as a faction I think there's yes. some hot stories you 100%. can tell that they they're can, the hottest thing going they can yeah. fill that shield void um, but I worry about Gargano because I honestly think he should be the number one guy in the world he, he, he should and be I don't they, think they'll treat they'll him never, like they'll never push him like that which is which is very bad uh, which is very sad because he could be your Cena he, yeah I like think. he could be your guy he's so good and this is coming from me I've watched him in the indies and I always was like eh whatever I don't yeah. really care he's proven 
over time and time again, he's so fucking good. I just don't don't know what you do. But he's champion, so we might as well be happy for now. Yeah. But like, defend it or something. I don't know. <laughs> this this match will be great. Let's go to some feedback because that's what we thought about this week's NXT. But let's see what you think. Forum.postwrestling.com. We post up every Wednesday night after NXT. And then we read it on this show. So if you want to be read on this show, post it there. It's free. Do it. Uh, let's go to Jake from the Windy City. Jake. He says, seriously, Undisputed can never have a bad match. They are that damn good. I think there is a good chance that Matt Riddle is going to turn on Gargano in the near future. And that is the next program. Ooh, that could be interesting. But I just don't see a, a heel Matt Riddle right now. What do you think? You want to see a heel Matt Riddle hmm. turn on Gargano? I think it's a bit soon. I do want to see a heel Matt Riddle at some point. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, as, I mean, I'm not into his character anyway. Right. Uh, I'm into his wrestling a lot. Uh, that could be cool. I, I'd like to see that match. I think you could go the same route as they've just done with like Seth and AJ and have... Respect angle. Have two baby faces who are heated against each other and bit, a bit of respect at the sure. end. Sure. Uh, Jake continues to say, good seeing NXT put some steam behind Mansoor because he looks like he has the X factor. I'm curious to see where he will go. He says, P.S. It would be fine if you guys decided not to review Attack of the Clones. I would rather watch Paint Dry than watch that piece of shit movie. <laughs> Jake from the Windy City. So next movie review. <laughs> With Jake. Oh no, we'll do paint drying. <laughs> Uh, go listen to our uh, episode one. I don't know when I want to do episode two because I... We will. We will do I it. Hate we'll get through. I hate that movie and I hate sand. It's rough and coarse and gets everywhere. We have Ari from Montreal. So I found some interesting things about the opening of this week's show. First off, Fish doesn't have any stickers on his shirt. Second, funny how Cole didn't talk about Roddy getting a title soon. Hmm. And a good attention of detail with Riddle not coming with flip-flops. Yeah. <laughs> also, when was the last time the Undisputed Era had a bad tag match? Man, are they good. Question. With EO coming out with a kendo stick, which somehow made her hotter. <laughs> Ari. Do you guys think their championship match will be an Extreme Rules match? Or any other kind of gimmick match? P.S. Gonna listen to the Pokemon review tomorrow on my way to work. I'm sure I'm going to love it. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Ari. Thank you. Yeah, they could make it a no DQ or a kendo on a pole. <laughs> ban the ban the, the. I'd like to see maybe maybe EO like right at the beginning. Hey, maybe Kyra will show up. I hope so. <laughs> um, maybe right at the beginning, EO like attacks uh, Marina and Gen uh, Jasmine with the kendo. Takeover stick. starts, so they go away. Takeover starts with. Uh, it's in Bridgeport, so it's in a completely different parking lot. Yeah. Not the full sale parking lot. And EO shows up with the kendo stick, and then it beats them as they're getting out of their car. Thus, they're not making it to the match. Roddy comes up to her with a shirt <laughs> saying, let's play, let's fight, covered in blood. <laughs> Roddy, wouldn't, Roddy wouldn't do that to his He's own He's the one. new APA. <laughs> <laughs> Roddy for hire. You want you want someone taken out? Look, he's not doing a good job considering last week he did that to Riddle and Riddle's already back beating him up. So Roddy 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 wait, let's take a look at this actually. Because last week we were not sure if Roderick Strong was still a part of this team. Mm. But to gain back their trust, he said, and I quote, I took care of it. Mm. 
this week shows he didn't take care of it, but then they took care of it by it was, beating him. It's the thought that counts. Yeah, all right. <laughs> it's, it's not really the gift, but it's <laughs> what it's the thought. So he thought of killing Matt Riddle, so that's what counts. <laughs> uh, let's go to Jesse from the 6666. He says, did y'all see Matt Riddle's dirty ass beat? <laughs> I noticed they're yellow, but like I can't blame the guy. You you mm. wrestle and stuff. Uh, he did. Does he only own one pair of flip flops, and has he been walking around barefoot all week <laughs> since Strong stole them from him? Attempted murder. Yes, thank you, Jesse. By the way, that kinesio tape must work wonders if it can heal stab wounds. Riddle and Strong will be great, but please give me an Iron Man match between Riddle and O'Reilly. Yeah, that would be crazy. He says they're building up Mansoor for takeover Volkswagen Jetta <laughs> with a win over Kmart Uso. Aww, wow. Sean Maluda, the Kmart Uso. Um, takeover Jetta. Jesse, I like your I like your humor. Uh, he says, "Great way to see Prince Pretty again in front of a crowd that respects a Canadian legend." He says, "For the Bray D, have you heard Dave and Frito's collab, Funky Friday, best UK hip hop of 2018 for my money?" Also, I followed Kinney from Bristol's advice last week and checked out Hetty One. Pretty dope. Uh, yeah, I love uh, that song, Funky Friday. Uh, he says for Dragon Dave, hey, it's getting over. It's getting over. Oh, wow. Dragon Dave is getting over. Um, when Brayden was slagging off the Norwich, ac- accent Norwich. Last- Norwich accent last week, why didn't you explain that most of East, An- East Anglia. East Anglia is inbred? Oh, Jesse. Is he being a dick? He's being mean to people oh. from East Anglia. I didn't mean to be offensive. I just, like, I hang out. My roommate is British. I speak a lot of British now. Is that No, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> the other day, the other day, someone was asking me about a word. It's a bad word. I'm not going to say okay. it. Okay. And someone's like, oh, like, a lot of people don't get offended. A lot of people get offended when you hear that word. Mm. I'm like, oh, like, no, like, I say that word a lot. And uh, my roommate's British. He says it a lot. So they're like, oh, like, you live with a Brit. Like, does that affect how you talk? I'm like, no, but I like to pick up words for him. Mm. So I'm not trying to be offensive. I just like making fun of you, specifically you. (laughs) He says, P.S. Take care. And everyone check out the Bray D's Instagram story. My man's remix of Allegro from Dvorak's Ninth Ninth Symphony slaps harder than Io Shirai's Kendo Strikes. Uh, Yes, I did a remix of Walter's theme. Yeah, I added some trap drums and put it on my Instagram and Twitter, and people were going crazy. So nice. uh, go check. Maybe I'll play it at the end of the show, but go check that out. Uh, we go to mystery. Hi there, EO beating the ever living hell out of the MMA for horsewomen with a kendo stick was incredibly badass. I'm sure Brady was shedding a tear of joy watching that. Yeah. Like I don't think there is any way to sugarcoat it. EO just went completely insane with that kendo stick. You could see it in tatters at the end of the segment. Yeah. She, she knows how to use a kendo stick, clearly, yeah. It looked, she didn't hold back at all. It looked beat up after, yeah. yeah. I don't know who looked worse, Marina Shafir or the kendo stick after the the strikes. Uh, let's go to Moopy. <laughs> Moopy. Hey, lads, really excited for TakeOver next week, but after watching Money in the Bank, I can't help thinking that if Adam Cole won Money in the Bank with the help of Undisputed Era, that would be way more exciting. I love Undisputed Era, but after this Gargano story, I can't see them staying on NXT much longer. Ooh, so he's saying the opposite. He's saying 
Gargano's going to win, and Cole and Undisputed Era, they're hightailing it to the main roster. I do not I, think so. I right now. I maybe think that's a better idea. Sure, but um, not right now. What's There's so much shit I think, going on. I think there's stuff you can make for a stable. I think a singles guy is going to get lost in the shuffle. So while you've got, like, while you've got Johnny Takeover there, have those matches against Riddle. Have those matches against Keith Lee, Dijakovic, whoever. Like, sure. Until they've got something ready for him. I think a stable's a lot easier, especially with this wildcard rule um, that they allow four people. You can have them just cause havoc across the two hey, brands. Hey, the 24-7 title is, uh, works with NXT. Exactly. So, you know, the greatest title ever. Uh, we have Harry from Houston. I've been catching up on the tapings lately, and as a diehard Gargano fan, I have never been less interested in him. Mm. Now that he's won the title, it feels like the story in NXT has largely already come to a conclusion, and now we are in the awkward epilogue of him finding Champa's replacement and casually feuding with the Undisputed Era. Uh. The cold rematch feels kind of cold to me, and the storyline of I got the first fall, so in a normal match I would be champion is just lame and lazy. I think it's heel logic, though. Yeah, yeah, but I understand. With the undisputed era standing tall tonight, I'm going out on a limb and guessing Gargano retains after strong turns on Cole and moves on to a riddle program. I looked it up, and the only time an NXT champion lost on his first title defense was Joe in his second reign. So it's pretty damn rare for that to happen, which tells me Gargano is probably winning. Never say never in wrestling. Mm. You never know what could happen in wrestling. Um, yeah, he kind of says what we said about Johnny Gargano. Like, yeah, I love him. He's the greatest. But now he's done it. So, like, the movie's over. Yeah. So what's the sequel? And he says that he's trying to find a replacement for Champa. It's exactly right. I do not go... Uh, I'm going to be reading a, a Batman comic book, right? Mm. And it's Batman and the Joker. The Killing Joke, amazing comic book, yeah. right? What's the next book after that? I don't know, because the Joker's not in it. So, like, you need to find a replacement there, you know? Like, there always needs to yeah. be two kind of things. So, um, I, I I agree that it is it is lazy to just throw this in there. But it's, like you said, it's heel logic. Yeah. It's cold being the, well, I could beat you. The main, the main thing for me is I want to see the match. Mm. So, I'm cool with Oh, that. yeah. Let's go to Tranquilo. He says, Howdy, I got a new job working at Yellowstone National Park. All of my coworkers and I go to karaoke every Monday, and I was told I stole the show one night. My roommate wasn't there, but he sings a great Sinatra. Uh, the song I sung was The Bad Touch by Bloodhound Gang. I never thought I'd love karaoke, but now I understand the hype. Oh. Wow. Actually, uh, Bloodhound Gang, Bad Touch, um, is a popular song at karaoke, but most of the time people don't know the the rap parts. It, it's okay. kind of hard. Uh, I I want enough of two hand touch. You want it rough and out of bounds. Out. It's it's kind of hard. Okay. So uh, tranquilo, if you stole the show, I believe you because it's a hard song to do. So good on you. And uh, now I love new karaoke people. Karaoke virgins. They're like, Ooh, what is this magical thing called karaoke? Well, let me show you. And then once you get once you get bit by the karaoke bug, the roar of the crowd after, like, <laughs> you can't go back. 
He says, on to NXT, Roddy versus Riddle is my sleeper match of the night. That should be a suplex fiesta. I want Shayna to retain because I think Candice LeRae should be the one to dethrone her. They've done nothing with Candice, and it could give her the long-needed push in the right direction. Cole versus Gargano is odd to me. I don't think they can top their last match. The Forgotten Sons will probably win the latter match, giving the era the win at TakeOver Toronto. To go with the idea that y'all had about them being uh, dripped in gold. Mm. He says, Dream versus Breeze will be the most glorious flamboyant display of combat since JoJo Part 3. And are you going to watch Double or Nothing? Yes, we will. But we're not going to be doing a review. But if you're looking for that, look for it. John and Way, they will be doing it Saturday night. Um, I've got some feedback from Mike Hogan from the Thrones cast. Tell him to sign up like a normal person. He's trying. He keeps trying and the emails are bouncing or whatever. Um, He goes, is it just me or does NXT feel like it's flagging since Mania? Not in terms of match quality, but there seems to be guys there that shouldn't be. Not that the main roster needs them or would use them well, but it's almost like they have outgrown NXT. I'm not that excited about Cole versus Gargano 2, because while it will be a fantastic match, it means one or both will be staying in NXT longer than needed. Time to let the next batch, Dream, Riddle, Lee, Dijakovic, David Kijic, he's butchered Dijakovic, um, yeah, and Kushida. Step up and be the faces of the brand and let Gargano and the Undisputed Era move up. Yeah, pretty much saying what we're saying. Yeah, so, I mean, well, Velveteen Dream should be, like, put in the main spot, but he's he's North American champion, and, I mean, he could lose it to, to Prince Pretty, so there you go. Uh, I, I feel like we're in this weird lull, but... It, I feel like wrestling is in the weird lull. Yeah. After Mania is is weird, always. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, yeah. We go to Kinney from Bristol, a wicked episode of NXT, starting off nicely with the beef with Gargano and Riddle in the Undisputed Arrow. Uh, the chemistry between that group is fire. It's good to see Mansoor get some shine. Uh, do you think there is more confidence in WWE pushing talent from South Asia and the Middle East with the rise of Ali? Yeah, definitely. I th- I find that the whole lately they've just been pushing like like different people, and I yeah. I fucking like love that about wrestling because like it. I'm tired of seeing white guys with mullets. Like I'm done with that in my wrestling. And I I'm I like seeing uh like these Middle Eastern guys as baby faces. Yeah, I'm yeah. fed up. And when Mustafa Ali first came in, they yeah. tried for a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. him with the usual. <clears throat> I'm a baddie from the Middle East gimmick. Right. And they were like, oh no, this guy is super charismatic. He, his whole yeah. ring stole is baby face. Like, they need to do that. It's not the fucking 80s yeah, anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's, yeah, let, let's, let's grow up. And especially if, I mean, that's what I just found bizarre with the whole Jinder Mahal reign. Sure, they edited it in India. But if you're trying to have a champion to appease to India... Why have him as a heel? Sure. Why have him as the foreign heel? Have him as the, like, your big baby face achieving a dream. Like, sure, but it makes no sense to me. Not to them. Not to WWE. No. Yeah. That's just not how it works. He says, great to see the return of Prince Pretty to full sale. The exchange between him and Dream was sick. The match is going to be great. Um, do you think there would be other talent from the main roster that would benefit this kind of slot, like Prince Pretty in here? Yeah, people always ask that. But it's like, does, wh- like why, essentially? Like, other than things like this, 
what, what who would you want to bring in there? Like people always been like, oh, Dolph Ziggler should come start doing matches in NXT. It's like, no, I don't want to watch that. I'm done. I think with one that. shot. So yeah, are cool. Yeah, that's cool. But don't bring people in for like thing. Like nah, like mm. it's done. Uh, he says Io Shirai in those hot pants. Sorry, Io, but sorry, but Io over Kyrie Portman. Oh, damn right. Uh, he says bless up from the from your boy from the BS five. That's his postcode. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and we have Shugs. Um, so, although it was another great episode of NXT, we all know why I'm here. Roderick Strong and Kyle O'Reilly were popping tags with their fresh out of the packet tease again. Even better than this, Roddy liked my tweet about my 40th birthday's tea still having its sticker on. Fifth member of Undisputed Era, Shugs. Yes, Shugs, happy birthday. He posted a photo. And someone bought him like a WWE tee, so he's wearing it. And of course, he keeps the sticker on yeah. the shirt, just like his boy Roderick Strong <laughs> in Undisputed Era. And wouldn't you be darned, Roderick Strong liked the tweet. Roderick <laughs> Strong wished you a happy birthday by liking that tweet. Uh, regarding the episode, why did Riddle do a run-in with no shoes? Are we meant to think that he just never wears shoes at all? Oh. Hold tight, lads. Peace out. Shooks. It was because he almost was murdered, Shooks. It was either wearing <laughs> one one shoe or no shoes. Yeah. That's how it works. Uh, let's go to our next one. PJ River. Maluda's Codebreaker from the top rope only gets a two count. If that's not a finisher, I don't know what is. I highly agree with you. I thought the same thing. I thought Reina Gonzalez was very green and sloppy in her match. I like her, though. She has potential. Also, I'm pleased to see Breeze in NXT. We have David George from Manila. Hello, besties. It's very rare to see Undisputed Era have an awful tag match. In every episode, they are always great, especially this one. I can sense that Matt Riddle will turn on Johnny Wrestling in the future. I hope his move is unforgettable, but awesome. Good thing they took seriously on the mid-card wrestlers like Mansoor. He has the potential to become a champion soon because of his performance, in my honest opinion. The women's match is good, no questions asked. What's interesting to that is their size stature really makes it a women's division... A women's David versus Goliath. Hmm, Reina Gonzalez gimmick reminds me of the one from Justin Hawk Bradshaw. <laughs> oh, one other thing. Thank you for the Savio Shirai. You are really a guardian angel to them against three rascals. Godspeed to the title match at TakeOver. Welcome back, Prince Pretty. I hope you will become a Prince champion once you dethroned Oval Team Dream for good. No questions for now. I'm very busy this week. <laughs> Take care for both of you besties. Winky face. Uh, that's a lot of feedback to be busy. Uh, see, he's basically saying... Well, sorry, guys. Don't, don't even ask me for questions. I've got too much going on right now. Uh, I think he liked um, Reina versus yeah. Candice. Uh, I'm, I, I'm in the minority, I guess. I don't know. Um, let's go to our last one of the day. We have a lot there. Thanks for all the feedback. Let's go to B Detroit. What up, Doe? I was too slow on getting my Pokemon feedback in this week. But I remember being about nine here in the States, Burger King was giving out a life-size Pokeball with a hard plastic gold Mewtwo, and in fifth grade, you had to have this to be cool. Us 90s kids are so lit. Please, guys, do more of our movies. Oh, apparently people like our, uh, 90s. our, our 90s stuff. What's another 90s movie we should watch? Let us know what you mm. want us to watch. Uh, we need some ideas. We need some, we need some new retro... Uh, movie reviews uh he continues on to say nxt was amazing i can't wait to see breeze and dream go at it 
and the main event tonight was great. I checked out NXT UK and Walter versus Dunn 2 was fire, even with the fuck finish. Walter is slowly becoming one of my favorite wrestlers. Side note, sad news, I have to sell my takeover ticket. My girlfriend is making me keep my promise to take her to Vegas instead. So that sucks. You know what you can do? You can break up with her. Dumper. Dumper. Takeover? What are you talking about? You're choosing Vegas over Takeover? What? You're going the same date, I'm assuming, as Takeover Toronto. What's going on in Vegas that day? Vegas will always be there. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Who cares? I've been looking at Vegas actually. Yeah. Not for. Uh, not for wrestling. Mm. There's a festival. Okay. Summer there. I'm looking at it. You want to go? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so that's feedback this week forum.postwrestling.com is where we post it but postwrestling.com is where we post all of our podcasts including the Pokemon one including this very one you can find us on our, all our socials go uh, rate and review us on any podcast app that you have let uh, the world know how you feel about us I really don't want the first review that people see is these guys suck don't <laughs> listen to them which is Legit, the top review. <laughs> this is why you wanted to switch. Okay, so everyone go on uh, on the iTunes uh, page for our podcast, the up next one, and the, the reviews where you can like write things about us. Um, someone wrote, you suck, don't listen. <laughs> so you, you, as a listener, you have to go and write your own review and uh, dethrone that comment. We'll eventually me. do, is it... Jimmy Kimmel that does mean, mean tweets. tweets. Oh. We just do mean reviews. Oh, we can read some mean tweets. I find them funny. Like, I don't take them to heart. But when people first find the podcast, it's nice if that isn't the first thing they see. Sure. So, uh, again, go uh, review us on your podcast apps and give us a good rating. We don't ask for much. Yeah. Yeah. Just five stars and these guys are, these guys are cool. <laughs> exactly. Talk nice about wrestling. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so look for us next week, every Thursday, but next Wednesday night, May 29th, I believe, we will be doing the NXT TakeOver five-year anniversary watch-along, nine o'clock Eastern um, on our BDE and, official. Yeah, find us on BDE official and... Uh, follow us on there, subscribe, and we will be going live. Again, but follow us on the socials for everything, for every update about this show. So, at the Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. So, that is all. So, take care. Be safe. Ahoy! Is that how I usually say it? What do I it, usually it feel, say? I feel like you missed something. I all right, feel good. like you normally go, take care. Something, something. Goodbye. Be, be safe. safe. Yeah. Ahoy! Oh, there it is. I there said it right. Yeah.
Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO. Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things with a program that complements your regular recycling. Because plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag program happening in your neighborhood today.